FM. Uh, the Dáil also debated uh, domestic violence in the context of uh, the lockdown resulting from uh, the coronavirus COVID-19 yesterday. And the Minister for Justice, uh, Charlie Flanagan, referred to, to a recent interview given by the sisters of Sonia Lee to Claire Byrne. Sonia Lee, if you saw the interview or if you followed the coverage, will know, uh, was left brain damaged after her boyfriend stamped on her head 17 times and she was 15 weeks pregnant at the time. Lance Dempsey has been subsequently sentenced to 11 years in prison. No one can doubt the extraordinary resilience of Sonia Lee and her sisters Ashling and Natalie who have spoken this week of the life-changing impact of the horrific assault for which Sonia's former partner was recently convicted. I commend the tremendous strength of these brave women. Their dignified and courageous public comments are a call to action for all of society to fully address the scourge of domestic abuse and sexual violence in the home, both of which we're addressing this evening in Dáil Éireann. I want to clearly say that domestic abuse and sexual violence are the most serious criminal offences. No one needs to deal with this alone. If I may, I wish to speak directly to those affected. If you are suffering... Please reach out for help. And to anyone with a suspicion or concern that these crimes are occurring or continue to occur, I ask you to please report these to the authorities and help us to hold the perpetrators accountable. Because combating domestic abuse and sexual violence is a vitally important part of the National Strategy for Women and Girls, the second national strategy in domestic, sexual and gender-based violence. This strategy is a living document informs the direction that the government is taking in partnership with civil society to tackle these issues. That's the Minister for Justice, Charlie Flanagan, speaking in uh, the Dáil yesterday. Anne Larkin, Services Manager with uh, Dundalk Women's Aid, is on the line. I'm sure you concur and echo everything the Minister said there. He spoke quite eloquently and passionately, but I I think the Minister would agree that whilst a lot has been done, a lot more needs to be done. And uh, I think uh, the example uh, that he cited of uh, the experience uh, that uh, Sonia Lee had uh, and uh, the violence that was meted out to her is maybe extreme but it certainly does tell a tale of how people can fall victim uh, to another person in the way that she did. Absolutely Michael and good morning thanks very much for having me back again. Um, Yeah I have to say it's it's chilling to hear uh, the minister speak as he did. He did speak very eloquently. But on the other hand, it's good to hear him being so clear around what he believes domestic violence and you know the scourge that it is on our country for women and girls in this country. The level of, of violence that was meted out to Sonia is extreme, but I would say, unfortunately, it's not all that well. Um, and then there's the whole raft of abuse that goes, mm. you know before all of that, you know. So, yeah, it's it's chilling um, to hear that. And then you have the account of the the sisters and the aunt down the country last week as well. And I think just at this moment, I can only say, um, for all the people who work with these women who come forward, I would echo the minister's remarks. Anyone who's out there who's suffering domestic abuse, uh, coercive control, I'd say to them this morning, you know, it's very difficult in these times to reach out for help. But just to say to them this morning, to know that they are not, that many women will be questioning their sanity, 
they'll be questioning their circumstance, but just to say to them that they're not on their own. Mm. They are not going mad, and what's happening to them is not okay and not normal. Am I right in thinking uh, that uh, the state uh, is being more proactive and more responsive uh, and is uh, looking on domestic violence uh, more realistically uh, as a criminal action that needs uh, to be tackled uh, through the judicial system? That's true, Michael. That's absolutely what we would be seeing happening. Like with the introduction of coercive control onto the statute books last year as a crime, um, it really is significant, um, and you can see there's one. There's been one conviction, to my knowledge, since that legislation came in, but there are a number of um, cases pending under it. It's new. There's learning, uh, training, and education has to come from it. But it is. It's really great to see that in there, and it does give hope for women and children in this country, and for organisations like ourselves who are working with them. You're also looking at uh, how well the Department of Justice stepped up there during COVID-19 with the, the Operation Fuishiv and with the Still Heal information campaign as well. So there's a lot there, but you only have to go back. Like mm. December 2019, Leo Varadka mentioned that there is an epidemic of domestic violence in Ireland. Mm. Drew Harris made the comment that uh, in between 2016 and 2018, I think domestic violence homicides mm. outranked gangland homicide by almost two to one. So this is an epidemic that's there before the pandemic. But it is good to see the recognition that it's getting. But we also now need to see somebody take ownership of it. And that's why Safe Ireland are calling in their submission for the programme for government. There's three things there. They need a minister. They need the infrastructure, a department strategy, the expert professionals. And that infrastructure begins with mm. a clear minister with, with responsibility for, the, for gender-based violence in this country and the resources and the responsibility to go with that. Mm. You know, and that then will pull together, while there's many departments, has a role to play in eliminating domestic abuse and coercive control in this country. That effort all needs to be coordinated and brought in under a ministry that has the, the, the reach, responsibility and resources, has the power and all that is needed to be able to make an impact in this area. OK. Uh, I'm out of time again, Anne, but uh, before we go, I'll just remind people that they can contact you. You have a phone line uh, that they can ring 24 hours a day. It's a Dundalk number 042 That's 042 And thank you for joining us again. Anne Larkin, Services Manager with Dundalk Women's Aid, brings our programme to its conclusion. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.